Hello and welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust, my podcast and YouTube series. I apologize if I'm still kind of echoey. I'm still setting my office up. We were still moving and grooving. It has been a minute also since I posted, so I apologize for that. But I am back. I am ready for two episodes in one. If you're new here, I am your host, Annika, and I talk about my life in Orlando, but specifically training for the Ren Disney Dopey Challenge 2023, which is the 5K, 10K, half marathon, and full marathon for the first time. So check out last week's episode, or I should say the last episode because I, I, I didn't post last week. I'm so sorry. But the last episode for a week nine recap of springtime surprise registration, marathon weekend medals, student loan forgiveness, and of course, the Galloway training and how that's going. So with that, I will say welcome to week 10 and 11 combined for episode 10, if that makes sense. All the numbers, all the miles, it's fine. I will be covering post week 10 and 11 of the Jeff Galloway training schedule, which I am following. And once again, it has been a while. I apologize. It has been insane. I have been not traveling per se, but I stayed on property at Universal and I've had like Mickey's Not So Scary to go to, which I'm going to jump into in this episode. But it's been hectic. And if you've been following along, then you know I just moved into my house. And so there's just so many things that have to be done. Like it, just so many things all all of the decisions have to be made. All these things have to be ordered. All the phone calls need to be made. It's stressful. So I apologize. That's why. That's why I'm late. But anyway, enough of that. This episode, I will be covering the commencement of spooky season, which again is my favorite season ever. I had an 11 mile long run as well as there were some fun run Disney updates, which I will talk about in a bit. But the elephant in the room and very, very disheartening and sad news of Eliza Fletcher, the runner who was, trigger warning, uh, abducted and murdered. And this happened in Memphis, I want to say two weeks ago now for that I'm recording this. That news really just shook the running community. If you're unaware, I invite you to go ahead and look up the story of Eliza Fletcher, runner in Memphis. Um, she was a mom to two boys, very strong woman, out for a run, training, and didn't get to go home. So I, uh, it, it took me a while to even come to terms with that news, truthfully. And I did want to discuss it on my podcast, and I just needed some time to sit with it before before I did that. So I will be coming back to that. Sticking to my kind of podcast outline I have here, I will return to that. Don't you worry. But hello, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're resting yourself, taking care of you, doing some self-care, eating your vegetables, drinking your water. I know I have not been doing that. So I, I need to get in check with myself and do like a little reset but it's just it's been go 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 I anytime I have to like sit and do nothing I actually have to sit and do nothing because 
either I'm like ordering something for my house on Amazon or having to choose something or make a decision and mentally it's exhausting and then not to mention physically granted a lot of fun things parks park visits Halloween Horror Nights all that stuff exhausting fun things but exhausting so for week 10 and 11 we had on the schedule if you're following Galloway like I am two 45 minute runs per usual and the 11 mile long run and then for week 11 two 45 minute runs and back down to a three mile long run Upcoming races, Wine and Dine Challenge, November, that is coming up so quick, Dopey Challenge, January, The Princess 10K in February, and Springtime Surprise in April. A run Disney race every two months, best believe. We are on that run Disney addiction, honestly. Now to cover my highs and lows for the past two weeks. Highs, like I mentioned before, spooky season. I did attend a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party. My friends and I all dressed up as the Holes characters. So if you don't know what Holes is, it's a Disney Channel original movie, a DCOM from back in the day starring Shia LaBeouf and other actors whose names I can't remember at this time. But it's a great movie. I grew up with that. I, it was one of my favorites growing up and I absolutely loved it. So we all dressed up as holes and I was dressed up as the character Zero. His name is Zero um, or Hector Zeroni. And they're all boys at this quote unquote camp, an alternative to juvie essentially. So it was kind of like a prison, but not really. But they had like their orange jumpsuits and their punishment was to go dig holes in this big desert and I mean there's more to it but anyway that's kind of the gist if you have no idea what I'm talking about that's why we were dressed up in red or orange jumpsuits if you follow me on Instagram at Onika's paintbrush but I was dressed up as Zero and the actor who played Zero in the movies actually liked uh, my friend Amanda's post and shared it to his Instagram story so that was so exciting and so fun he loved it. We loved it. We were over the moon. That like really was icing on the cake for the costume. We got so many compliments and that was really fun. And we got to catch all of the shows. So I'm making it not so scary. There's the parade, Boo to You. They added Powerline to kind of the introductory portion before Boo to You. And there's the Hocus Pocus show as well as the Halloween fireworks. So the parade, the show, and the fireworks are essentially the same as they were at Make It Not So Scary in 2019, but I wasn't mad about it. I miss them. I was happy about it. I really enjoy it. I think it's worth your time and money. You get into the parks at like 4 p.m. and it goes until midnight, so a solid bang for your buck. Of course, trick-or-treating, of course, dance parties and pictures and character opportunities, so a little non-sponsored plug in there but I'm just I love them so I'm just gonna talk about things that I love so moving right along to Halloween Horror Nights the time has come I love Halloween Horror Nights I have my Frequent Fear Plus Plus as well as my premier uh annual pass holder annual pass why did I just say annual pass holder anyway words are hard but I've been going to Horror Nights. I've done all the houses now except for there's a Bugs house and you will not catch me dead in there. So we'll not be attending that house, but I did 
after visiting, I think like what, four or five times now? Now I've done it all because it's hard to do all in one night when you have to wait in line and there's so many things to see and do and different people come and go and you're always wanting to do whatever the group wants to do. And it's hard when you have like huge groups of people because that's what ended up, what ended up happening a couple of the nights is we like combined groups and it was very chaotic, but a good time. I won't talk too much more about Horror Nights, even though I can go on and on and on about why it's so awesome. But <laughs> I am officially done with my apartment. And that happened like a couple weeks ago now. But I officially like handed over my keys. The lease is done. Dealt with the stupid apartment people who were so mean to me and so stupid. Ugh. I just did not have a good experience, but I'm not going to put like the place on blast or anything like that. It's just, I'm happy to be my own home. I'll say that much. I'll say that much. Another high D23 updates. There were a lot of fun ones, not like a ton for Walt Disney World, but the fact that Happily Ever After is coming back was enough to make me happy from the announcements. So Happily Ever After fireworks show at Magic Kingdom will be returning and I want to say they announced it for next year. So in 2023, don't quote me on that. I am pretty over Enchantment, the current fireworks show for the 50th celebration. I, I'm good without it. So HEA, I missed you so much. Please come back uh, as fast as you can. And as far as Run Disney, they announced that Run Disney will be returning to Disneyland in 2024. I was screaming, crying, throwing up when that news came out because... If you have been following along on this podcast and you listened all the way back since episode zero, where I talked all about how I got my start with Run Disney running in general, how this podcast came to be, then you know that my Run Disney journey started off with Disneyland runs. I think my first ever Run Disney race was the Disneyland Tinkerbell uh race weekend it was the 5k and I don't remember what the it was like the Neverland 5k I think was the name of it and I couldn't even tell you what year because it was a while back but I did that one I I think eventually did the Tinkerbell 10k because we went back like two or three years in a row when we were just getting started my friends and I did the January Star Wars run there and we dressed up as the three droids we were BB-8 R2-D2 and C-3PO we, we killed the look, honestly. We, we looked great. Um, you'll have to, let's, did I even like post on Instagram? I don't think I even had Instagram when I did my first run Disney races, but I know for the Star Wars one, I didn't even have my Disney Instagram account yet. So that's way back on my, uh, on a Kahootak personal page. So, wow, just fun to think of memories. And on a side tangent, that's also why I even created Instagram and started a YouTube channel is because I wanted to log those memories as I went along because my memory is terrible. So I love having all that to look back on. But anyway, tangent done. Um, oh, D23 also announced Tron's opening in the spring, which is really exciting. I have ridden it in Shanghai Disneyland and it is epic. So I'm so excited for it to come to Magic Kingdom. And if you don't know what Tron is, it's going to be a really awesome new roller coaster where it's like very futuristic you're on like a bike so it's a very unique riding experience it's kind of like avatar except roller coaster version and not screens if that makes any sense but i'm stoked 
Princess Tiana got a lot of love. They did show the a little snippet of uh, I, Holly Bailey. Oh my gosh, I please tell me I didn't just butcher her name. But they showed a snippet of the redo of Ariel, or not the redo, but like the live action remake, I guess of Ariel and I'm so excited for it literally all the videos I see on my TikTok for you page are of little girls just being so excited that they can see themselves being represented and having Ariel be black and having that representation in this remake is so exciting and it brought me to tears every single video all these little girls being like she looks like me I look like her like this is so cool very 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 stoked about it um i don't want to babble on too long about these things but house items yeah we're moving right along um got tvs mounted got curtains up got things moving and grooving it's happening and huge shout out to my parents once again because my dad has been doing pretty much all the heavy lifting of building my furniture (laughs) and mounting my tvs uh, shout out to you, dad, even though I don't think he knows what podcast is, but shout out to you anyway. Um, moving on to Lowe's. Apartment people suck. I kind of touched upon that, but I just have never had a good experience with like landlords, I guess. And I don't know that many people have had a lot of positive experiences, but so that can kind of speak for itself. The biggest low obviously has to be the news of eliza fletcher i i have seen some posts i think with people who did know her personally that said she goes by liza so i'm i'm not positive on that a lot of the reports i'm seeing say eliza fletcher um so i i guess i can continue to say eliza because i did not know her personally so with that news I wanted to kind of plug in some little safety tips, especially as women that we have to think of about when we step out of the door always or anyone who identifies as a woman or someone who might be in a minority or someone who might be more in danger due to a number of factors. Try to turn it up your schedule. Never run in the same place at the same time. I know I do not have a routine for anything because... I'm a small woman and having a routine, being in the same place at the same time every day, being predictable can make me more susceptible to bad things. And it's infuriating that I have to take steps like that to make sure I stay safe, but that's the world we live in. So if it's dark, have multiple lights on you. I ordered some clip-on lights from Amazon for my really long runs that I like to start a little bit earlier. And I was I wore one for my uh, long run I did, but I think I should just wear both of them. Like, more lights, the better. And don't wear noise-canceling headphones. That one should be very obvious, and I really hope that none of you are doing that when you are running outside and can't hear things around you you need to be aware of your surroundings at all times i'm really glad i wore aftershocks but even like my airpods or even the free not the well 
free, uh, quote unquote free. The headphones that come with your phone, like those types of headphones, they're not noise canceling. So you can kind of still hear your surroundings. And with my aftershocks, they don't even go in your ear. So as long as your volume is low enough, you can pretty much hear anything going on around you and pay attention to that. Uh, one thing that someone mentioned to me was to make direct eye contact with anyone you may pass, including if someone is behind you. Let them know you or you know they're there. So, you know, let them know you know they're there. <laughs> I just messed that up. Okay, I think I said that right, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Don't be timid and shy away. Like, be confident in your demeanor share your location and your plan with trusted family and friends if you have location trackers make sure that you're sharing those with people that you trust and don't share like your routes as you're doing them or even after you do them if you're going to go back to that route like I don't know I I am get very paranoid so I don't share routes ever unless I'm like at Disney or something and I'm already gone type of situation so Consider having a self-defense tool to have in your hand or on your wrist for easy accessibility. Listen to your gut if you feel uneasy about a situation. And if you're being followed, do not go home. Go somewhere public. And if you have to, yell no and fire. I did take a self-defense class when I was in college. I think it was for like one credit and it was like self-defense for women. I kind of just took it as like a, hmm, maybe I should take this. I'm a freshman. Like I'm a small woman. I feel the need to take this, which is annoying in itself. But I mean, I'm glad I did it. And the first thing that they tell you in this class is don't scream help as like the first thing. If you ever find yourself in the situation, scream no and then fire and get yourself out of the situation if you can so really hoping that everyone stays safe out there it's it's like I said infuriating that we even have to take measures like this to just go on a run go train exist I've had a lot of emotions about it so if I if I go too much more I'll I'll get angry so I'll, I'll I'll leave that at that but I will say I'm here for you to vent and scream to if you need to my dms are open and I'm just I'm still very sad and it's it was very hard to step out and go for another run um after that news sunk in so I did order or I picked up some pepper spray and some runner's fog as well as a go guarded tool it's called go guarded um it's like a ring that has a sharp edge i'll say um that you wear and can use for self-defense if you need to i would suggest having something just for your own mental sanity if anything i know it helps me feel a little bit better but With that, I will jump into my 11-mile long run that I did now, I guess, two weeks ago, a week and a half ago. Um, I did go in my new neighborhood, and I started before it was the sun came up, so I was running probably an hour and a half in dark, which I don't think I can do anymore because 
I just get really too sketched out. There's no street lights on some of the streets around here so that it just mm, stresses me out even with like my lights and everything and like I'm very familiar with the roads and my routes mm, it's just I don't know I I don't know that I can do that I did my live 11 mile run uh before the incident and the news and the sadness so I wasn't quite as hesitant at that point and now I very much am. Anyway, on my 11 mile run, I listened to a podcast. Um, I listened to the Rise and Run podcast for the entire thing. I think I listened to like an episode and a half because they have pretty long episodes and they're really good. I, I enjoy listening to them, especially on my runs. I feel like I'm, it's conversational and the time passes a little bit more quickly. Uh, like I said, it was very dark for the first hour of my run and kind of stressful when there weren't street lights where I was running for short periods of time. I did pack 1.5 liters of Powerade and like a mixture of, was it 1.5? I thought that's what I measured. That seems like not right, but I think that's right. I, I put Powerade or Gatorade in my little Camelback thing and I water it down. So I do basically half Powerade half water to get those electrolytes and hydration but I ran out I, I had two miles left in my 11 mile run and I was like sucking it dry nothing was coming out so I was like oh perfect because I did overkill for my nine mile run so I was like oh this will be fine it's only two more miles let me just like fill it up um another half liter I only filled it up like one liter for my nine mile run and that was perfect I had extra but then I ran out this time. So I guess, I don't know. I was drinking water. It was hotter or I don't know what it was. Um, I took my little stinger chews with me. The energy honey stinger things. And I never finished the bag because it's, there's a lot of little gummies in there. And I don't like eating all of them because they do give me a cramp after a while. So I eat like a couple after like four miles. And then I'll take a goo at like six miles. And then another two miles I'll eat a couple more like gummies and then kind of see where I'm at I did try the chocolate goo this time I give it another shot because the past few flavors that I've tried of goo have been absolutely disgusting and I've hated my life on my nine mile run I took the salted caramel one terrible worst thing ever I choked down though and I mean it did give me energy so I was like all right that, that was the big reason why I was like okay I'll give another chance because it actually worked and it gave me energy and helped me finish the run so I tried the chocolate one and I will say that one was very good. It tasted like frosting, um, but like in a good way, not in like a nasty over sugary way. So I was glad I had that. And I think for the upcoming 13 mile run that I have, I will probably take two, two goos and then also my honey stingers. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do for water because my camelback is only a 1.5 liter like, what do you guys do if you're running over 15 miles or whatever? Like, I drink a lot of water. I don't know about you guys, but I drink a lot of water. So are you just, like, refilling? Am I just, am I a weirdo who drinks too much water on their runs? I don't drink that much. I just sip with them. I don't know. I like to wash down the go and the chews. So I feel like, personally, I need that much water. And that works for me, but... Now that we're getting up there in mileage, I'm going to have to go like refill somewhere or 
carry extra water. I don't know what I'm going to do. Let me know what you guys do, please. If you are watching this on YouTube, comment down below or send me a DM, please. I taped my toes like I normally do. And I've been taping them actually when I even go to the parks because my toes are so susceptible to blisters. And especially to Halloween Horror Nights, I'll wear like fishnets because it's like the fun thing to do. Everyone dresses up and like goes for the all black or the more grunge or gothic spooky halloween vibes and so i wore fish hats one night to halloween horror nights and i think the ones that i wore had like bigger holes in them <laughs> so they got stuck on my toe and it was like rubbing in my shoe weird and i got a really big fat blister which was very upsetting because could have been prevented if i had taped my toe so now i never not take my toes I used my KT tape and I did wear compression sleeves this time around. I did not wear them for my 9 mile run. I did wear them for the 11 mile run because I needed to. And I, I was actually so happy that I did because my knees and not necessarily my shins, but like just my legs in general, like I could feel the compression sleeves like saving me. <laughs> so I was very happy I wore them. I did have some crap cramping in <laughs> some crapping. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Uh cramping for like the last like two miles. And I don't know if it was like the honey stingers. I didn't have enough water, which is like I was drinking so much water. But I don't know. Those last two miles were absolutely rough. I walked a lot and I had to push myself and I was out of water and I didn't want to give up and it was just, it was very rough. So that was my little 11 mile run story. Um, I just love to talk about my long fun runs. But after that, I took kind of a long break. I took probably five day break from running because, well, the news came out for Eliza and I also had some my time of the month and was having terrible cramping again and mentally was just drained and I've been go 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 so I did take a few days off um I skipped my 45 minute runs for week 11 essentially I think if you're looking at like the schedule kind of but what really got me back to returning to the run and wanting to return to the podcast after that break because it kind of felt like forever but also not long enough at the same time so what really brought me back was I want to say like inspired run co or inspiring run co on instagram was sharing a message to run 3.4 miles for eliza and to finish her run so that really got me out the door had to go finish that run had to go get that done completed I wore my pink shirt took my pepper spray and was honestly so scared and so emotional the entire run <laughs> but we got it done and I really needed that push because like I've said before if once I take a break or like skip a run it's nearly impossible for me to get back into it because I just I know myself and if I lose that momentum it's like you're done so Anyways, I am just, again, it's been an emotional two weeks. It's been physically and mentally exhausting with, of course, plans that I've had for months, but that are 
happy things, good things, exciting things, fun activities that I'm so grateful to have the opportunity to do and that I can live here and do this and I get to run and I get to train. But wow, (laughs) your girl's tired. With that, I will move on to my final section for this week's podcast by the numbers, countdowns from the posting date, September 14th, which I'm sorry is off off of my weekly schedule. But anyway, we're going to do a countdown from this posting date. One Dine Weekend, November 3rd. That is only one month and 20 days away. Hello. <laughs> I need to get my costume together. That is going to be here so fast. Dopey Challenge, January 4th. We've got three months and 21 days. That one's getting scarily small as well. Princess Weekend, February 23rd. Five months and nine days. Springtime Surprise, April 13th. Six months and 30 days got the pace update. I, I've been hanging right around 13 minutes. And again, I, it's been fluctuating. I, in, in place of a couple of my 45 minute runs, I just counted like nights that I went to horror nights and I got like 5,000 steps in or whatever it was. I just kind of included that. And like, if I didn't the park with my parents, um, at Disney world, then I would kind of count it, <laughs> but I always make sure to get the long run in. So Total mileage for the weeks was essentially 16 miles and 9 miles. Hi. Anyway, <laughs> we're almost done. Cindy. Okay, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see you're getting into trouble. But uh, total mileage. We did 16 miles about and then about 9 miles for week 11. So next week, I will be covering how week 12 goes. And we've got 45, 45. Anyway. Can I finish this? There's like 20 seconds left. Okay. 45 minute run, 45 minute run. And now we're adding a four mile walk. So we're adding in that fourth day for that combination. Oof. Four mile walk and then a 13 mile long run. 13 miles. I have plans to run it with one of my friends. Thank goodness because that's that's a tough one to do by yourself once we're getting up there. And not to mention for safety. I would love to have a running buddy with me. So I have plans for that. We are going to make it a 13.1 to obviously round out the half marathon. We can't just do 13. We have to do 13.1. So have that to look forward to. But with that, I will say thanks so much for tuning in. Stay safe out there and get moving. Thank you.